Welcome to Tell Me Your Story podcast, a podcast about real life stories from everyday people. Each episode, we dive into intriguing stories from all over the world. Now here's your host, Keisha B. You ready? I am ready. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. Tell me your story. My name is Keisha B and I'm your host. And today I have another intriguing story. I'm wondering if you guys liked the last one. I hope you do because it was quite interesting and I hope you guys learned a lot from her. I have... Uh, TC with me and TC tell me your story well hello everyone I'm TC Congress and uh just want to say I want to tell you first of all I want to say thank you for having me on the uh, tell me your story podcast and, and man it's a it's a long journey for this young young brother right here <laughs> <Being raised in Cleveland. laughs> well let's get into that journey yeah that journey well you know what being raised in Cleveland Ohio was quite interesting because other simple fact that um, you know, during that time, man, you know, you know, doing back in the day, you could have it to where you can rock, walk down the street and get get on somebody's bike and ride it and and bring it back with no problems. So I watched the story with it's okay, go ahead, go ahead. You know, things like that. But for my story though, um, you know, being raised here in Cleveland, uh, it was quite interesting. I had an awesome childhood. I can say that. I can say I had an awesome childhood, you know. I'm a person that played with the Tonka trucks and uh, you know, sad person uh, that loved uh, getting on the big wheels. I don't know if anybody remember big wheels out there, but uh, I was one that had a big wheel and, you know, played with the other kids. And interesting enough, I like throwing rocks at neighbors' uh, yards. <laughs> <laughs> that is so lame. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, we, I mean, during that time, you know, you, you know, with us, you know, now, you know, now kids play video games and stuff like that. But for me back in the day, I would be on my grandmother's house. I'll never forget it. She had like a, you know, her driveway was made of rocks. It wasn't made out of the gravel and stuff like it is now. It was, it was nothing but rocks, like big, nice little stones. And I would just be across the street, there's nothing else to do. Throwing rocks across the street at the neighbor's, uh, you know, neighbor's uh, yard. But I didn't hit no windows. Like his house was set way back in the corner. <laughs> but we just, Are you sure? I'm so sorry. Are you sure? I never busted the window. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you didn't live in Arizona? Because we have nothing but rocks for, for grass. Really? So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, for us, you know, we actually used to throw rocks across the street. And, you know, you know, it was just pretty, I pretty. I had fun as being a kid. I really did. You know, we grew up, like I said, we knew other kids on the street and things like that. And, uh, you know, fast forward a little bit. As I got older, uh, I always had an interest in radio. And uh, uh, we had a guy by the name of Len Tolliver and Rob Poo. They had a show here called Just Two of Us in Cleveland. Uh, and uh, pretty much they would be on there on Saturdays, man. They just clown. You know, they did they did some great radio. And, uh, you know, being a kid, I was very intrigued by that. I would just sit there and listen for, you know, for the, like the three, four hours they were on. And they played some great music. And they just be on there just just really clowning. And I said, hmm. I said, that's interesting. You know, they, they use radio as a platform to... You know, say get out there, just really just have fun as themselves, and they just have fun. So you know, being this young man, I would listen to the radio a lot. I always loved music. I grew up loving music, and uh, man, I mean, I go back in the seventies, and um, you know, what I'm saying I just love seventies music. And I still love it to this day. But you know, go and listen to a lot of you know the uh, the Ozzy Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fires, and 
all that stuff. I was intrigued music. I said, I always want to do radio one day. So I slowly started, you know, practicing. You know, I'll be at home sometimes, you know, have my little stuff wrote out, practicing and saying, hey, hey, this is Teach No Do. I, mean, I was, you know, I'm Thomas. But I said, hey, this is Thomas. Uh, you know, so you come right here on, uh, I, was, I came up with another story. I came up with another, I, I can't even remember the, uh, the station I came up with. I was just practicing. You know, doing that and, and playing music, you know, having a little record player, right? Have all my records there at the time and the prints and things like that. I had the little record player, and you know, I like I was on the radio. It was really oh. funny, you know. How how old were you when you first knew you love? You was in love with being a host or, or a DJ. How, I missed that question. We say, how old were you when you when you fell in love with uh, being like on the radio? At that time, I was like eight or nine years old, actually. I was eight or nine. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, so even during that time, because, you know, I, I come from a musically inclined family. My mother sang, my father sang. He was, we had a quartet group in our family called the Spiritual Believers. And uh, my dad was singing, and, you know, and pretty much, uh, you know, they came, even came out with an album back in the day, too. They had a whole album and everything they came out with. So, you know, I was always around music in some way or form. I go to my grandma's house, my uncle would have all the, I mean, we we had the soft rock from the Phil Collins to the Leonard Skinner's to, I mean, all that. We had all that. And I, you know, the great thing about it, I, I love all types of music. It's not just one type of music I love. So I was able to be exposed to a lot of music. So maybe, you know, want to play different types of music with different people. So sometimes, you know, at the Forever Years, they would have me, hey, come, come over here, boy, play this music. And we go and play the music. I got a little cassette tapes and record players and just kind of mixing them around a little bit, just playing different music. And, you know, I, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm on there trying to DJ and stuff like that, like at, like at 10, 11 years old. <laughs> then from there, uh, you know, from there, you know, I started getting more of a passion for it. So uh, I would, man, let me tell you something. I would spend at least, I would say as I got older, and getting the more to music, you know, doing the, cause that's when cassette tapes start coming out at the time. So I would at least spend about $50 almost every two weeks on cassettes. And that was a lot. Yeah. And I would go there. I mean, everything, everything new that came out. I mean, from you no, know, uh, you know, if it was a new Earth and the Fire or a, a, a new uh, Luther Vandross, because that's one of my favorite singers. And, you know, anybody like that, even on hip hop, I had every job I would go out and get, I would spend at least about $50 and I built up my tape collection. So I had, over, I would say, ooh, I had about, at, at about 14 or 15, I had at least about maybe 2,000 tapes. Wow. In the midst of making, do you still? I'm sorry, go ahead. Do you still have those uh, cassette tapes I, to this day? I don't, but I'll tell you what, um, I graduated from that, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and uh, it started uh, uh, going to CDs, and with CDs, it even got worse. I would spend about $200 a week on CDs. Oh, wow. That's how much I love music. So I would start buying music, and everybody come to me and say, hey, man, can you make me a tape? Can you make me this? So I remember, and I hope I incriminate myself by this, but <laughs> I remember I started selling tapes. I started selling, like, little mix, you know, mix tapes I would put together for people. Um, I have all, this, all the hits and all the album cuts. You know, album cuts, a lot of people like that. We made famous. Uh, I, would, mm -hmm. I would actually, uh, you know, sell tapes one for 10, two for 15. So I got to the point where they, they knew I had all the music and they would come to me and buy the music and things like that. So I'm like, wow, that's okay, wow. You know, people, you know, they love music like I love music. You know what I'm saying? So then from there, um, just, you know what I'm saying? From there, I just started, you know, started DJing a little bit, you know, getting out there, start DJing at different uh, places, different parties and stuff like that. Um, you know what I'm saying? I used to go to a lot of house parties here in Cleveland. 
and uh, we would just DJ. I take all my tapes. I have all my tapes in this big old bag, and you know, so I take my little stereo equipment and I set it up, and you know, the kids be partying and stuff like that. You know, parents would be there, and things like that. You know, it'd be supervised, but you know, they's like you play some great music. Even the older people would start gravitating to say, "Hey man, I want you to make me some of them tapes." You know, so I said, "Okay, this is something I like I can get into." You know, and um. From there, you know, my love for music even grew more because there's a lot more music. I was really into hip hop then. So uh, there's a lot of hip hop came out, you know what I'm saying? You know, with the Child Car Quest and all that came out and, you know, coming into, and, you know, actually I go back to the Sugar Hill game, but coming up, you know, as, as hip hop grew, I started getting more in love into it and started doing more things with it. And I said, you know what? I got, I got, I got to get into radio somehow. I got to get into radio. And during that time, you know, and that, during that time, you know, I wanted to get the radio. I had certain people that actually invited me to the station. I started seeing things, and I saw how a bunch of work we went into. And I said, "Well, you know, I still want to learn this." So I kept DJing, you know, kept kept buying music, kept buying music because that, that's the story of my life: just buying music, <laughs> buying music. <laughs> and I went to the point where I had Japanese imports. I would pay twenty five dollars for a CD. That's how much I loved it. So you were getting music from other countries yeah. to bring into, um, into Ohio. Yeah, a lot of well, I was, we have a place here called uh, Record Exchange at the time, and uh, what they would do is they, you know, like it was hard to find CDs and things like that that people was trying to find that they had on albums. You know, I was albums that went out, you know, then the cassette craze came in, then CDs started coming in. But a, a lot of times you can go back and feel like you lost a lot of that music or like your tape broke or something like that. Your music, you know, you lost a lot of your music. So I would go to this record exchange and say, you know, and I see, I asked them, could they find it? They said, we have it on Japanese import and we have it on Germany import and it's going to cost you $25. I said, okay, I put my order in. So they would order it. Like it would take about maybe a week or two to get here and I go grab it for that $25. Wow. Yeah. So what, so that was when you were younger. Yeah, even so when I got older too. When, even when I got older too. But go ahead, I'm sorry. When you when you got older, yeah. so what did you do? Did you go to school? Did you did you uh, go to? Did you sign on with a um, a bigger station? Uh, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Uh, actually, I taught myself how to DJ in a sense. I didn't go to school for none of it. I didn't go to broadcast school. None of the stuff I know now. And, um, you know, even then, um, I remember I, I, I was working and I got real sick and I was out of work for like about maybe two months and I thought I lost my job. But during that time, I just I just bought me a computer. I just bought my first computer. And I said, you know what? I'm going to learn this thing because I was I was intimidated. I said, I don't know what the what the what is going on with this computer. So I sat there and I learned. I taught myself how to do the computer to the point I taught myself how to take them apart, put them back together. So... During that time, um, you know, when I started learning myself, I started researching more about, you know, radio and where could I go to learn more about it. So I had a, uh, I had one of the DJs during that time um, at, at the station that I used to listen to, Lynn Tyler from Ralph Hu, come to me and say, hey, man, you know, come in and you know, check us out for a while. So he was kind of almost like, it was almost like, a, like an internship without being an internship. So he took me in. Um, this is what I was like about. I said I was in my, I was like 25. So I learned about, so, I learned, learned about how to do, uh, you know, how to engineer, you know, radio shows and things like that during that time. So I'm, I'm sure that our listeners are wondering, because I know I'm wondering. Uh-huh. Please tell us what your first computer was. My first, computer, <laughs> my first computer actually was 
it is funny. I had Windows 95. Um, <laughs> actually, I can go back to that. I had it to where it was like a, I had Coleco and all that stuff too then, but my very first computer I bought for myself was uh, Windows 95. And man, I, I'm so glad they graduated. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you remember what kind of computer was it? Was it a, a company that we're not, that's not around anymore? Or is it... Is it like a Dell or? No, you know what? You know what's interesting enough? I had a gentleman uh, at my church that uh, actually um, made a computer for me. He actually made computers and sold Oh, he built he it. He built it for me. Okay. And he built it for That's... me. Yeah, for a real good price. So pretty much, uh, I didn't. And I just, I didn't know. What he said he got everything on there. I said, when you say everything, sir, I don't understand what you're talking about because I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> know you had all the world to your at your fingertips so Mm-mm. so now you have this computer mm-hmm. and you're researching all this information about being a radio dj mm-hmm. what exactly did you do after that what we did after that i, I kept djing i kept djing we used to actually you know when i when i gave my life back to the lord uh i went to church and what happened from there is that uh you know, I started finding out that you can have, you know, you know, everything I liked on the quote unquote secular side, it was in gospel music. So I started listening to gospel hip hop. I started listening to what they call R&P, which is like the R&B sound. I started listening to the, the rock stuff that sound, you know, kind of, you know, they call it, you know, uh, contemporary Christian music, CCM music. And I just started listening to different jobs. I said, why is on this side? So what happened from there, uh, me and my DJ partner, I met at, I met at my church, we, we came together. And we call ourselves Jamming for Jesus, which is which is our name now. And uh, I remember in this backyard, and uh, we was back there. You know, we practiced. We call we call ourselves WJFJ one hundred three point nine. And I know <laughs> we was in the backyard, and uh, we was playing music. We was, you, know, he, you know, he had a nice big backyard, so we was out there playing. We had the speakers outside and everything, and barbecuing and all that stuff. And I remember the lady came up to us and said, "You know what? What's that station y'all on? Because I've been trying to find y'all for an hour." So she loved the music. So from there, mm-hmm. we like, hmm. So from there, you know what I'm saying? I started going to a, you know, a, a local station here and started learning more engineering, more shows. And then what happened from there, my church bought a radio station, which is here now. It's a Radio 1000 here in Cleveland. And uh, they wasn't going to put us on at first, but they loved it. You know, we used to DJ all the events at church. We used to we DJ all the things there, and they put us to the radio. And what happened from there, uh, you know, I already knew how to do radio anyway, so it wasn't no brainer for me. I was able to go in there and actually, you know, go in there and do the radio things like that. So it took off from the backyard to really start my journey as far as doing more radio to now, actually. When you when you gave yourself up to the Lord, mm-hmm. did that change? Uh, well, of course, it would change your music selection that you would listen to. Mm-hmm. But do you miss because the, the 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 music that you were listening to in the beginning of this conversation obviously is not the same music you were listening to on your church station. Do you miss that type of music? Well, I, I, I actually it didn't stop me from listening to the music at that time when I first gave back to my life because they told us that you know that music was bad and things like that. But as I got you know got into it and really understand understand the music. It's about the spirit of the person. There's a lot of great music out there that's positive that, that really don't affect people in the, in the sense of being negative. So I still play that type of music as well. 
But uh, during that time, of course, they, what, what, we, what we were able to do, we was able to actually pioneer a whole new movement of letting people know that you can still have fun and still play that type, of, you know, still have Christian music and still have, you know, the type of genre you like, in other words. So if you, people like, for instance, for instance, if the young people like hip hop, we had Christian hip hop that was just as good as the hip hop out there that was being played. Likewise with the R&B, likewise with the rock, likewise with the jazz. We had Christian jazz and things like that. We had almost every genre that people listen to now, and they, they, and they it blew them away because they did they couldn't believe there was music out there like that. Because we, had, I did research because I, you know, me, me being a, not only a radio announcer and a, a DJ, I was a music enthusiast as well. So I was always searching for something different because I like different stuff. I didn't want to be the status quo and just keep playing the same stuff. So actually, during that time, when we played a lot of that music, we made our our, our station uh, number one in our area. That's uh, awesome. And the thing was is that, and then the other day, it was so funny that the other DJs, cause we would, I would bring my music in. I didn't play the music that was in the station. I would bring my own music in. And what it's so it's got so happy the people start loving music so much they would call it and requesting it, and they would have to call me and they ask me to put it in their computer. So people can actually hear the music. That's how that's how it got to that point. So it was played. Your music was played on a regular station yes. or a digital one. No, no, it, it was, was a regular it, station. It was definitely terrestrial station. Yeah, it was definitely radio. Radio one thousand AM is definitely a, a radio, AM station here in Cleveland. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me a little bit. So we know a little bit about your your DJ life or your radio host life. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me a little bit more about you and your your family situation, or um, just you as a person. Well, God uh, rest my, both of them. So my mother and father are deceased now, but I, I really praise God for the upbringing I had because uh, my mother was was honest. I mean, she had three boys, <laughs> so she was like, uh-uh, you know, she didn't play it. But one thing about it, she, knows, she shows that she loved us, she cared about us. She always pushed us. She always pushed us as well. My father, uh, my father was a working man. He died when I was 14. Um, oh, wow. So I had to grow up and be the man in the house and, you know, help, you know, with my two brothers. And, um, you know, from there, you know, I, I was in the streets, doing, you know, during that time too when I was young, when I was 14. I used to be out there in the street. Used to be out there cutting up and, you know, dealing with women and all that stuff. And, you know, doing all that stuff. I was just, I was just a nut at that time. I was crazy, <laughs> but <laughs> but the thing about it was, I always, I always doing, I always had a line where I, I wouldn't cross. You know, what I'm saying like, you know, getting to like hurting people and things like that. I didn't do it intentionally, but when it came, trouble came my way, I was able to react, tell it, react, which that didn't make me feel good all the time because that, that's just not me. I love, I'm a happy-go-lucky person that love people. I love meeting new people. I love, you know, what I'm saying. You know, I just love people. That's just my heart. You know, I love helping people. I can get shot off my back if I can. That's the type of person I always have. Been. You know, saying so if I can help you any way I can, I'm definitely gonna be there to help you. And I, I try to be a man of integrity, a man of my word, and everything that I've done. Uh, that's something that people know about me as well. They know that, you know, TC will tell you something. You know, if he can't do it, he'll tell you he can't do it. But if he, you know, if he if he do it, he gonna do it. What is your life now? With, in relation to music and radio, being on the radio? Right now, of course, you know, I, I, um, I have my own stations now and uh, I've got a chance to uh, really, you know, I, I even got more of a library now for music and things like that. My, my love for music has grown even immensely um, as far as different genres and things like that. And the, the great thing about it too is that 
um, you know, so I'm able to share with other people. You know, I'm able to, you know, interview other artists now. You know, I'm able to interview artists. But doing then, I didn't know anything about how to get in touch with artists. You know, during that time, you know, with social media, the difference between now, then, and social media, you know, we didn't have social media, so it was harder to get to the artists and be able to interview them mm -hmm. and be able to get to their life and share their stories. Um, but now, you know, with the, the grace of social media, I've got to say to talk to some everybody, from Chris Jasper to the Isley Brothers to always to Ben Tanker. You know, anybody know Ben Tanker? He's a, he's a Christian jazz artist. That's pretty much a major deal. And, I, you know, and, wow. and uh, you know, more and more people are coming uh, as well. You know, the great thing about it is that people are reaching out to me now and say, you know, I love the way you do your shows. I love the way you do your interviews. I love the music that you play. Hey, you know. And I even share it with other other people, other radio stations, things like that. Because I, I look at it like this, that we all are this together. There's no big eyes and little users thing in that. You know, I'm able to, uh, you know, maybe just connect with a lot of people, connect people with people, if that makes sense. Well, we're, we've been um, listening to TC tell us his story. We'll be right back, right after our sponsors. Okay, so we're back, and TC, I have a question for you. Yes. Because I heard I, I heard something in, in what you were saying right now that kind of piqued my interest, and it's only because everybody loves them immensely, and I know I do too. Um, you said that you had a chance to meet them or interview them. What was it like? to hang out or talk to the Isley Brothers? Well, I talked to Chris Jasper, one of the Isley Brothers. Uh, and yeah. It, it was cool because he was able to share a story and then, uh, you know, he talked about, you know, pretty much his beginnings, how he came up, but how he met the Isley Brothers. And it just so happens that his cousin, I believe his cousin married one of the Isley Brothers. And they, you know, that's how they are. I, don't, I, I think it's his cousin. I have to listen back to the interview. It's been a while, but... <laughs> But it, yeah. it was cool for the fact that I was able to talk to him. He was just so down to earth and so, so humble, you know, as a person, you know. So we don't, you know, most stars you talk to, you know, you feel they have, they may have an error or may be different. But this dude was just so down to earth, and we got a chance to tap, laugh, and talk about certain things in the past, and you know, saying he talked about his new music and things like that. I've talked to the Force and D's; they were cool um, as well. Um, like I said, it, it was just it was just amazing how you know you meet a lot of the artists and you get today's stories and things like that. How interesting it is, how they came up. You like wow. And sometimes it'd be a parallel or contrast between the two, as far as like you know how you know you like wow. I kind of came up like that too in some ways, you know. And um, it was just so cool. yeah, it was so cool. So what I have found um, with talking to people um, that sometimes the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I mean, your story can you know, most of the time is no different than mine. We just had different opportunities. And uh, your similarities uh, with Chris Jasper was probably very similar. I'm sure, I mean, obviously he had a love for music. I mean, all of his brothers were singing. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, do you sing? I, I, I a little bit. I, I know, I, I keep my day job. I, I do a little singing. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. At least you know to keep your taste. Yeah, I, mean, I can sing a little bit. You know, actually, I can, me coming from, from a singing family, I do sing a little bit. You know, I, I used to even write songs as well. That's nothing. I, I used to write. I, I, I tell you this story. I forgot to say that I remember when I was younger that I used to write poems, and I remember uh, one of my friends wanted to talk to my cousin. I never forget this. This is so funny. I wrote a poem, you know, said for him, and they end up being together, having kids, and getting married. 
Oh wow. Off that pole, my bro. <laughs> so you <laughs> wait a minute. So you wrote a poem yes. for a friend. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And and that and he passed that poem along to a girl. Yep. And the girl ended up marrying him. Now they have kids. They have three kids. Yep. And they and they're my they're my cousins. They're my little cousins. Yep. I think you should probably go into songwriting. <laughs> yeah, I did some of that too. I did some of that for a while. I, I did some music before. I, I, me and my cousin uh, had a hip hop group back in the day. Uh, it didn't get no. It was like local. But I, did, I did, I've done music before as well. So that, you know, I know how to do. I got a little ear for music as well. So I've done some music, you know, in the past as well. Um, you know, and I've wrote songs and things like that. It's been a while since I wrote it. It's kind of rusty now, but I probably can get back to it if I really put my mind to it. Though. What in inspires you as a person uh my love for the lord and my faith um that's what inspires me as a person because i know without any all, all the skills and, and the things that god is doing me i know i can do anything without him so what is and what even more inspires me is just the gift of life itself to be able to breathe every day to be able to i always like to say leave a legacy and not a whole i want to i always want to leave a legacy so in everything i do i want to leave a legacy i want to be know that that not only i help people but i, I empower people to move to the next dimension in their lives. And that's what inspires me every day. That keeps me going every day. And I try to do that in every every uh, walk of life that I come across. I try to, uh, you know, express myself in that manner. If there's a young person out there, say a millennial, yeah. that's listening to this podcast right now, yeah. and they're wanting to be a DJ, a radio host, um, maybe they want to be on their Hot 95, wherever that is, and they're universe um as far as the, the states that they live in what is the best advice that you can give to them the best advice i can give to them is, is pretty much be yourself be relaxed um you know what I'm saying actually you know it's just like anything else perfecting your craft know your music you know say so try to get some history of what you're listening to and things like that and the most important thing is have fun that's why i can tell anybody have fun with it because um you know you know, we, we're not going to ask somebody we were, you were murdered back in 1989 and like that make people feel uncomfortable. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you, get on, when you get on there, just have fun and be yourself because, you know, a lot of times you are a character to those people. And the thing about it is that, um, especially if you're radio and, you know, doing music and talking about topics, things like that, they're actually being entertained at the same time. So you kind of almost have to be an entertainer as well. But always have fun. Always always know what you're doing it for, you know, your purpose of doing it. Always have a vision of a roadmap of where you're going with the show so that way you won't lose people. And what is the one tip that you could give them that will, um, something that they should stay away from or something that they should watch out for, want, you know, in that path of wanting to be a radio host or a DJ? Dead air is the most important things you don't want to do on radio show, on on radio broadcast. Because what happens is that you try to engage the listener, and what happens is that when the listener sees there's no dead air there, you lose. Them. So you always want to engage your listener, keep them right there. It's almost like you know, it's almost like marketing yourself. You have to, you know, you're a brand in a sense. So you always have to, you know, you want to be in people's ears and mouth at all times. You, know, you want to be a household name. So you got to, you know, make yourself accordingly. As far as you know, how you want how you want to portray yourself as being that DJ or that radio host, because you know the bottom line is that you have to make make, make it intriguing, intriguing and interesting at the same time as having fun and doing all the things you do. And it's not easy all the time, you know. What I'm saying, but you find things to talk about like you know politics or sports or certain subjects that you know that pique people's interest. You'll find that you know you can have people call into the show or call in or 
you know, say so just be engaged and your ratings will go up just by the just by the little things that you do, you know what I'm saying, as well. So that's that's one of my tips. And what uh what other thing about your story do you want us to know? Wanna know that, you know, out of everything in your life, you can you can make it through anything. There's nothing that you can't get over. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes with life, we, we you know, it's a serious thing. We take it because it's precious as it is. But at the same time, you got to learn how to enjoy and live and live this thing out. Walk this thing out. Live every day like it's your last, but also have fun doing it. And that's the thing about it. But also, also as well, give your life to the Lord and all the things. I'm telling you, Lord, to direct your past, everything. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I remember. I remember uh oh, here comes the preaching part. Well, I, I'm not gonna I preach. I'm not gonna I preach. love it. I got I got No, I. I, gotta, I welcome you preaching. <laughs> I welcome it. <laughs> In 1998, I never forget. I, I lost my job. I didn't have. I didn't know what to do. I lost my job. That's that's one of the times I got sick and. Um, and I, I had a real bad fever. I, I forget, I was out for two weeks. I had, you know, my stomach was tore up and everything. I didn't know, nobody knew what was going on. And I remember, man, that I was about to lose my house. They was about to kick my door. And I remember somebody coming over and giving me $1,000. And I prayed like crazy. I never get that to help me pay my stuff. But the thing about that was, is that the next two days after that, I had somebody give me a job. <laughs> I you know what I'm saying I'm sitting over there crying and going crazy. Don't know what I'm gonna do. You know, during that time I was married. You know, what I'm saying I'm, you know, I got my new wife now, but I was married before and I got divorced. But during that time we was really struggling, and I watched God do miraculous things. And I think what's wrong with this country right now is that we try to take God out of everything, and that's where the chaos is coming from. So the thing is, is that you know, if you don't believe it, I know a lot of people say I don't believe in God and things like that. I respect other people's perspective of their religion, but it's not about religion, it's about relationship. And once we get out of the religion, because religion is the man-made way of doing things, get into a relationship with God fully. I think that, you know, we can see a lot of change and really understand what love is. Well, it was a pleasure having you on the set with me yes, and the podcast. So I know you have several radio stations that you own. Okay. Would you like to go ahead and let our audience know about who you are and how they can reach you? Yes, thank you so much for the opportunity once again. I am CC Congress. Uh, of course, our radio station, I have the gospel radio station, which is WOGS 103.9, of course, where we are taking the limits off. The address for that is uh, WOGS1039FM.com. Again, that's WOGS1039FM.com. We have our uh, app on Google Play and iTunes as well. Also, we have APOS Radio. We call it the heartbeat of R&B and hip-hop. That is our R&B station and hip-hop station. You can actually go to apulseradio.com for that. And for people that love jazz like I do, we have sojazzyradio.com. And actually, uh, as well, if you go to Radio Garden, you can actually download the app and search for us there. And you can actually listen to So Jazzy 24-7 Jazz. And uh, also, uh, my social media, if you type in uh, TC Congress on Facebook, of course, I'm on Facebook. Uh, TC Unplugged on Instagram and at JFJ Live Radio. That's James Frank John Live Radio on Twitter. And I love to reach out to you and give you a cyber hug, a cyber handshake, and say, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I it's always nice to talk to you. Yes. Um, and and be in your, your presence and your spirit. And um, please 
come back and hang out with us um, when you're available. Yes, ma'am. Maybe you'll have a new story to tell us. Well, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And you have been listening to TC. He told us his story, and his story is amazing about his music, uh, his love for music. And if you want to be on the podcast, tell me your story. It's really simple. All you have to do is drop us a line on Facebook at Tell Me Your Story Podcast, and we will get back with you with a calendar invite. And we would love to hear about your story. Well, that's all I have for now. Thank you for hanging out with us on Tell Me Your Story. Thank you for listening to Tell Me Your Story. This podcast has been brought to you by your parent company, Casey Products, LLC. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Connect with us and keep the conversation going on Facebook and Instagram. If you love Tell Me Your Story, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.